to the Naturalista Experience. Hello, 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 loves. It's me, Katie Naturalista. Today's date is Saturday, July 7th, 2018. We're seven months into the new year. Only five more months to go, folks. Welcome and thank you for tuning in today. We have another great show schedule. Today, we're going to discuss boundaries. Yes, boundaries, and why they are such an important structure that should be implemented in our lives. Stay tuned to dive into today's wealth of knowledge. We're going to take a short break. I'm going to drop you this track by a bayi titled River. You're hearing this on the Naturalista Experience.
Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Just as a reminder of how you guys can find and follow me, you can catch me on most social media. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Katie Naturalista. Also, watch and subscribe to my YouTube channel to get your daily and weekly poetry feel. Follow and subscribe to the Naturalista Experience podcast on Blog Talk Radio. That way you guys can join us live every single Saturday. Never miss a show. You can also catch up on those awesome archives to see what you may have missed. So today's topic, like I said, we're going to discuss boundaries, creating structure for a peaceful life. Um, So today's topic is one of those touchy subjects that we don't like to mess with, right? We want to be friendly, cordial, and free. We want to be likable to everyone. We want to appear open and not create boundaries for those people around us. Well, love, it can be that way if you like, but your life may not be as peaceful as you want. Take this for example. We are always precautioning our children about everything, right? Because we want to shield them from, we want to shield them, keep them safe and make sure our children have a peace of mind. We want to keep their innocence as long as we can, right? But why as adults can't we do that ourselves? We have such a hard time doing that. We as adults don't know when to say no sometimes, or, you know, we we sometimes don't even know how to say, I don't like that. I don't want to do that. We always say the truth comes from the mouths of babes, right? Which it does, and sometimes it comes with no filter. (laughs) But how is it that some of us lose that bluntness and that truthfulness? We go through adolescence and our teenage years yearning for acceptance. Then when we make it to adulthood, we either still looking for that, or we just say, I don't give a damn. It's sad to say, but hey, it happens. What I really want us to focus on today is the idea of still being free, cordial, and friendly, but placing those slight boundaries here and there. It's not cool living your life as a recluse. I mean, you don't want to stay behind closed doors your whole life. You'll hardly get anywhere, and the type of attitude that you'll have, you'll probably drive yourself insane being by yourself. Let's talk about balancing and boundaries. That way you can still have the best of both worlds, but not come off as a pushover or people-pleasing type, nor do you want to appear as a grumpy Grinch, right? So I'm going to talk to you all about my experience and how I structured boundaries in my life. 
I not only created boundaries with people, but with my career, minor things, and like to get you touched up on that. So we're going to take another short break. I'm going to drop you this track by Dream Koala titled, We Can't Be Friends. You're hearing this on The Naturalista Experience.
Hello, loves. Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Before the break, we were discussing boundaries and how it's important to make sure we have that structure in our lives. Without boundaries, you'll constantly feel like you're playing a game of tug of war with yourself. You don't know that you are doing it to yourself, but later down the line, you'll start to feel and see the mental and physical wear and tear after the battle. We definitely want to address your internal conflict before we get to that point, right? So I'm sure you're probably asking, well, Katie, how do I do that? First thing you need to remember, you can't please everyone. I'm sure you guys have heard that many times before. I know that I have. I was the worst at it. It's a tough pill to swallow, but it's true. Remember our last topic when we were discussing forcing relationships? they technically go hand in hand with boundaries. I mean, you find yourself trying to control something or someone and your only thing, the only thing that you could do is just control yourself. You can't control someone else. You can't control certain situations. You can only control you. That's it. That's the only variable that you can have any type of leverage over. Another thing that you guys want to keep in mind is self-preservation. I know you are constantly allowing people to, you know, talk to you, unload their problems on you, doing whatever you can. But every time that you do that, you're allowing them to chip away at you. Then, you know, you don't have anything left for yourself. And when I say that they take away from you, I'm talking about they take away from you emotionally, mentally, physically. People can take away your time and that can also affect your spirit. Remember our key phrase, right? I've said this the past few episodes. You can't pour from an empty cup. When I'm telling you this again, I mean, I'm telling you this again, without boundaries, you are going to be an empty cup and you can't stay full. When you have soul suckers, and yes, I said soul suckers because that's what those people are. (laughs) When they enter your life, they take a lot from you. What you need to do is identify it immediately. Normally, soul suckers are the ones that are constantly coming to you with their drama. They always need something from you financially or mentally, or they need you to comfort them. It's almost like you're constantly coddling them and, you know, they just won't let you go. Those people, you guys, they can be so dangerous. The best way to deal with them is to cut them off. If maybe, you know, they're a really close friend or someone you hold near and dear to your heart, then remember, set those boundaries. I do have a few tidbits that I'd like to share with you guys. So here are three things that you guys can consider if you have that person who can potentially be a soul sucker, but eh, I could probably work with them. I advise not to just because that's me personally. But if you want to, like I said, listen to these tips. So number one, tell them what you are and are not willing to accept in your relationship. Set ground rules. Let them know you can't continue helping them financially. They need to stand on their own two feet. If they are having constant drama and issues, tell them they need to address it with that person or seek counseling. You're not their counselor. You guys aren't sitting on the couch all day listening to their issues. Yes, you know, you are a friend. You you are their listening ear. But you can't take on someone else's stress because ultimately it'll become yours. Number two, offer them a game plan. Walk your friend through the steps of rebuilding themselves financially. If they are having family or relationship drama, tell them to step away from it. Let them stay with you for a couple of days. And if the couple of days is a little bit longer, make sure it's no more than a month because that's when people start to get comfortable if it's over that time. 
you know, allow them to regain their self-confidence and be able to avoid any more conflict. So make sure that they're good to go before you release them back to the wolves, right? Number three, tell them you don't want to hear it. Tell them you can't take it anymore. If it sounds like they are constantly reading you a script from the next Tyler Perry production or giving you the next line from Young and the Restless, tell them to save the drama for your mama. Remember, sometimes a listening ear can become a witness to something that they don't want to be involved in. Don't allow yourself to be put in the middle of someone else's mess because you wanted to know everything. You wanted to be a busybody. Sometimes what they're coming to you with is not for you. And sometimes what they're coming to you with can be dangerous for you. So really be cautionary about what you're listening to and what your friend's trying to bring you into. So I want to switch gears a little bit. How about creating boundaries with family, right? Seems kind of tricky. I mean, hey, you grew up with these people, so they feel like you should be fine with the way they act towards you or what they say to you. Shouldn't be a problem, right? Wrong. Even when it comes to elders in your family, you sometimes have to let them know that that child's play stuff, eh, it's not going to fly anymore because now you're an adult, right? Of course, always, always, always respect your elders, but make sure they understand there's also a line and you now too are an adult. You're not a little kid anymore. Let me give you a scenario. I'm sure many of you guys have experienced this before. I must say that I'm fortunate enough to, to say it's never happened to me because my parents actually have a great deal of respect for my life and so does my sister. So we don't have this problem happen at all. So say one evening or one morning, you and your significant other finally have the place to yourself. You have your whole house to yourself and, you know, you're resting, relaxing. And next thing you know, your parents show up unannounced. You may even have an older sibling who has done this to you. Mind you, they didn't call. They didn't text. They were just riding by in the neighborhood and, you know, hey, 7 a.m. in the morning or it's 7 p.m. in the evening and they decide to say, hey, let me stop by to see what so-and-so is doing. I know you're probably thinking, well, that should be okay. That's my mom or my dad or that's my big brother, or my big sister. No, it's not okay. <laughs> People should ask your permission before they just barge into your space and time. Yes, it's nice to know that they were thinking about you, but it's really inconsiderate that they didn't check in before arrival. Technically, you wouldn't do that in a hotel, right? I'm just kidding. But either way, sometimes you just need that time to unwind by yourself or with a special someone. You don't need outside interference. And so I'm sure you guys are thinking, well, Katie, how do I approach the situation? Well, you know what? I have a few tips for that. So what I would say is, number one, be upfront. Tell them how you appreciate their presence, but you just need time alone right now. Most will normally understand that. Others may try to give you the guilt trip. So don't let them do it. Don't let them guilt trip you. Remember, self-preservation is key. Definitely ask them if they are all right. You know, don't just blow people off without being like, okay, is everything okay? Is there an emergency? You definitely want to check that first. That is your family. And then once you guys, you know, make sure everything is okay, then shoo them away. Once you know that there's no life or death situation, once you know their health is okay, you know, once you know that they're not in any type of danger whatsoever, just say, hey, I need you to go because I just need this time to myself. 
And most of the time, people are going to understand that being an adult because everybody needs that, you know, that time to themselves. They don't need to always be around somebody. Number two, how about you just do it to them? You know, do unto others as they do to you, right? So some people you can talk and talk and talk until you're blue in the face, but they will never understand until you do the same action that they did to you, right? I know, sounds a little petty, but sometimes you have to teach people by action because words sometimes don't stick. Normally, if you do to people what they do to you, uh, two things could possibly happen. They're going to get annoyed and then they're going to bring it up. And then, hey, that's your window to be like, see, this is what I've been trying to tell you all along. I told you to stop showing up at my house at all random hours of the day. I told you to call me beforehand before you showed up at my door, but you didn't. So see, now you'll actually be able to make your point because they see how annoying it is to them. And on the not so great side, they could possibly just avoid you. (laughs) So of course, there's a downside, but hopefully things work out the other way, right? And then number three, let them know your expectations. Tell them they need to call or message you before invading your personal space. Sometimes you may have people say, you know, sometimes you may have people that try to include you in their plans and they don't tell you anything till last minute, but let them know you expect them to call you. You expect them to message you before just popping up at your doorstep or before including you into anything. And say you have one of those people that are just oblivious as to why it's necessary to explain anything to you. You should just be ready to hop, skip, jump and go. Just explain to them you want your peace. You want sleep. You may have a project that you're working on. You have your own life. Or, hey, even if you're at home, you may be having a quote unquote adult moment and you need privacy, right? Just let them know the 411. And then I know that I said earlier, I was going to talk to you guys also about how to create boundaries in your careers. You know how your boss is probably constantly at you saying, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to make sure that you do this, that, and the third. Remember, you're a person, you're not an assembly line. So sometimes you have to sit there and you have to create those boundaries at your job. Let them know what you will and will not do. I mean, yes, it is your job, so make sure you do it because you don't want to get fired, right? But at the same time, set a pace for yourself. So whenever I say creating boundaries, I'm not saying completely just go all out and let stuff go. No, I'm saying create restrictions for yourself. So, you know, let them know, hey, you know, I know I have this project due at the end of the day, but if this is an immediate deadline, I can definitely get it to you first thing in the morning. Or if it's something where the boss is constantly asking you week after week to work overtime, let them know you need a break. You don't have to power trip it. You don't have to go all the way through. Yeah, it's great to impress your boss, but who's impressing you? Who's going to take care of you? Remember, self-preservation, you come first. So loves, we're going to go ahead and take a break. And then after the break, I'm going to go ahead and do the poetry recital and then also share with you guys some more experiences about creating boundaries. Here's a track by her titled Jungle. And you're hearing this on The Naturalista Experience.
I can't sit in one place, I'm not ashamed at all Still finding myself, let alone a soulmate, I'm just saying Feel like we one in the same, our relationship changed That or it never existed yeah. Whenever they say something about us, you listen But fuck what they talking about on your timeline That's cutting all into my time with you Get what they talking about on your timeline Yeah Cause that's cutting all into my time with you My time with you It's a whatever thing Trust me, boy, this shit is everything to me He from the jungle He from the jungle I take somebody else's car And drive them around the cover This shit is everything to me This here is everything Don't know where we stand I used to hit you about everything, oh Oh, we still good, oh, we still good Still good, oh, you still good If I need to talk, are you around? Are you down for the cause? Are you down, are you down, are you down? Are you down for the cause? Are you down, are you down, are you down? Yeah. Are you down for the cause? You still down, you still down They keep switching majors Being indecisive makes me anxious Call your number and it's out of service Who can I call for your information? What am I supposed to do after we done everything that we done? Who is your replacement? Oh, oh you're still good, oh, you're still good Oh, you're still good, oh, you're still good
Hello, loves. Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. The piece I'm going to read for you guys today is titled Hero. This piece can be found in my newly released book, Real Love, Real Life. Again, this piece is titled Hero. Looking into your eyes, nothing but conflict and confusion. What made you come to this conclusion? You don't have to play hero for everyone. Happiness is hard to find, but so is hope and faith. Don't miss out on your opportunity for love. It could be too late. Conflict, confusion, hazing over those caring eyes. You don't have to play hero, hoping your feelings get by. Your heart won't pry from something that was stale. Don't miss out on a loyal heart, a genuine soul. Allowing our veins to run dry trying to play hero, fearing what could have been, what could be. Wipe the haze from your eyes. Look at reality, possibility, probability of the situation. It's in default. Tallying a deficit. When did potential become your rock? Taking precedence over something that's real. Don't flake. Love will pill. You don't have to play hero. It's okay to feel. That piece is titled Hero. You can find that in my current title, Real Love, Real Life. Make certain to go on Amazon to purchase either the paperback or Kindle version. And also check out my debut book, Lust Redeemed, Love and Pain, Life Reclaimed. Both of them are available on Amazon, so make sure that you get both titles. They go hand in hand and take you through the poetic journey of Katie Naturalista. So I've talked to you all about a few scenarios, right, with friends and family and how to create boundaries with both of them. But I'm sure you're probably thinking, how about an ex that just doesn't know how to take the hint? You want to make sure when you end a relationship, you create boundaries because you don't want to end up with blurred lines and questions, right? Creating boundaries with an ex should be simple enough, but that's truly easier said than done, right? Well, let me give you a few hints on this one, okay? So number one, tell them it's over. When you tell them it's over, make sure they understand what over means. Sometimes you have to break down things. Some people like to remain friends while other people want no parts. If you're one of those ones that like to remain friends, let them know, but create boundary lines. You know, make sure that they are clear lines too, Let them know, no sex, no spending the night, no family invites to family functions. But hey, you two are okay to chat every so often or possibly grab a drink here or there. But, you know, other than that, they're just a friendly ex to talk to. Nothing else, right? But say if you're one of those ones that say, I don't want any parts at all. Normally, that's me. (laughs) Tell them that, you know, what no parts means means exactly that. You want no contact, no friendship. You want them to keep their distance. Let them know you don't want anything to do with them after this is over. And if they don't follow that, go the legal route. You know, all I say is it's better safe than sorry, right? Number two, cut off all ties completely. No conversation needed. Just walk away. Pack up everything and go. Leave a letter to express what you need and leave them with that. They can figure it out from there, right? 
Sometimes you can't talk to people. Otherwise, they're just going to constantly try to pull you back in and you'll never be able to get out. Right now on this one, I don't have a number three, but uh, (laughs) all I could say is make sure that you nurture yourself after a breakup. Do things that you love and the boundary that you can create for yourself while going through this period is don't go to familiar places that the both of you love to go to. Don't immerse yourself into their families. Don't immerse yourself into mutual friends that you may have had. Those memorable keepsakes, all of that, put them away. Make sure that you take time to heal so that way you could take care of yourself. You guys, we're going to take another short break here. And then when we come back after the break, I will talk to you all about boundaries that I created for myself. So yes, it's Katie's story time that's going to come up next. Here's a tune by Flo Fills titled Siesta. You're hearing this on The Naturalista Experience. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back to the Naturalista Experience. Remember, loves, you can find me on most social media outlets. It's going to be Twitter, IG, and Facebook. Make sure to watch and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Also, go on to my website, naturalistapublishing.com, to purchase your Naturalista t-shirts. And also, stay in tune and up to date with everything Katie Naturalista. If you guys would like to be a part of the No One Knows a Poet podcast series on the Naturalist Experience podcast, you guys can come on to the show, showcase your work. Go to my Patreon account for more details. That's going to be patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore Naturalista. So before the break, I did say that I have a story to share with you all, right? Well, in this case, I have a story to share with you about each type of relationship. Yay. So, of course, I have one to share with you guys about an ex. I have one to share about an old friend and also one about a family member and creating boundaries. So the first one, of course, let's go ahead and talk about ex since that's where we left off. Um, There was this one relationship that I was in. And again, this is the one that I normally refer to uh, before I actually took my four year um, hiatus and then, of course, met my fiance. Um, In this relationship, it was one of those ones where we were together for at least about three years, but it was on and off um, from there before we ultimately just ended it, right? Well, the on and off portion was one of those things where it was like we separated, drifted, but then somehow in some way just pulled me back in, right? 
So it's one of those things where I had to sit there and tell myself like, okay, am I going to continue forth? Am I going to do this? You know, whatever else. So the last time that we actually engaged in our relationship, uh, meaning like we continued on before I found out, of course, the almighty, almighty cheating scenario, um, you know, I did go ahead and give the ultimatum. I went ahead and I created the quote unquote boundary. You know, I did let him know, hey, this time around, I can't give you everything I gave you when we initially started this relationship. You know, I'm willing to make it work. I'm willing to build back up to that point. But um, at the same time, you know, I would like for you to actually be able to earn it back. Um, I even made sure that I let him know if this time it doesn't work, this is it. I don't want to go back to it. I don't want to keep going back and forth. Because I think at this point, it was maybe the second time. And I mean, yeah, I know you're probably like, dang, it didn't even make it to three or four. No, I'm really not the one for all the extraness. It literally only made it to the second time. So, um, of course, when I found out about the cheating situation, it made it easy enough for me to just cut ties. Yeah, it was a tough breakup to go through, but it did make it a little bit easier to just go my own way. Right. So in that scenario, it was one of those things where, you know, the first time that we separated, it was just because. For some reason, he was in his feelings. You know how they always come to you with some type of story. And I can't even tell you what the story was. But I was just like, wait, what? It didn't make any sense. And yeah, I was heartbroken. I was upset. Yada, yada, yada. You know, looking at pictures, crying a river, the whole nine, right? Well, then, you know, he comes back maybe about a month later. Yeah, it wasn't even, it wasn't a year. It wasn't anything. It was a month. He comes back a month and he's like, you know... I've rethought things, you know, and I've I've seen something different. You know how they actually have like a <laughs> awakening period. So I guess he had an awakening moment and he was like, you know what, I want to try this again. So when he came to me with that, I was like, you know what, let's do it. But then again, I made sure that I laid out my ground rules of what I was and was not willing to accept. Of course, it didn't work out, you know, in the end, but can't say, you know, I'm I'm glad that it did not work out in the end because I'm glad that, you know, I learned a lot of lessons from that relationship. But at the same time, you know, it was one of those things where when we did split up this last time um, because of the, of course, cheating incident, I still made sure I reinforced boundaries with that person. So I made sure to let them know, like, hey, don't call, don't text me, don't message me. Don't try to follow me on social media. Don't come to my job. Don't do anything. So I made sure that I created that that definite line of our point of contact is over. So even if it was one of those things, he did actually come to my job one time after the fact. And I just walked the other way. And then it was so funny because he walked up to me and he was like, oh, so you're going to act like you don't know me. I walked right past. I know it may sound childish, you know, me telling you guys this, but again, I truly believe in self-preservation. And when you tell people something, remember, people only allow you to do whatever you allow them to do to you, right? So you have to make sure that you make those boundaries and that you stick with it. So that's my scenario about how to deal with boundaries with an ex. My next one is actually about um, a friend from actually middle school, I think. It was around middle school or high school. So... This friend I had for the longest, we were really, really close. Her mother used to drive us to school every morning. Um, We were on the cross-country team together, had a great time. She's amazing. Um, And so when we got at some part of, you know, our transitioning to teenagers or whatever the case may be, 
she got in with this crowd and it was just disgusting. And when I mean disgusting, I mean, they were into drugs. They were into all this other craziness. And I think that's when like cutting was popular at the time. So they were cutting their wrists and all this other foolishness. And I remember looking at her and I was like, what's wrong with you? Uh, and she was like, you know, this is what's cool right now. This is what I'm going to do. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So what I did in particular with this friend was I did go ahead and give them an ultimatum. Um, and I know that I said uh, before, you know, ultimatums, they can be hard to tell people. But at, again, ultimatums and boundaries, they can still kind of go hand in hand, but you have to be a little bit mindful of how you're presenting them to the person and be mindful of the relationship that you have with that person, right? Me and this person, we had already been friends for maybe about 10 years at this point because remember, we've been friends since we were kids, right? Well, you know, I let her know that what she was doing, I didn't like. And so I told her, you know, well, since I don't like it, I'm going to back away from you. And again, that was my boundary. That was my first boundary that I incorporated with that friend because I let them know your actions and what you're doing. It's not who you are. And I don't find it becoming of you. And I mean, and this was somebody that refused to change it after I gave them one time, two times. And after that, I did go ahead and say, hey, I'm separating myself from you. Now, this person, they felt some type of way and they were just like, you know, they won't talk to me. You know how we as girls or kids, they're like, oh, they won't talk to me. They won't say anything to me, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, all of that happened. But at the same time, I think that her growing up being the woman that she is now, she finally understood why I did that. And sometimes, you guys, the boundaries that you create for people, it can actually change them as a person. It actually ha helps them change their mindset and what they do. Because now I can say that this friend that I had then that I cut off, She's doing so much better now. And I mean, we actually still stay in contact now. Granted, she's hella states away from us, but, you know, we still talk on social media. She's a wonderful artist. And I mean, she's a very, very beautiful person. So there was nothing wrong with her personally, but it was just her actions and what she was doing. It just wasn't something that I wanted to be around. And again, like I said, you have to be mindful, you know, with that in your friendships as well as, you know, any other relationship that you're in. Because remember the saying, birds of a feather flock together, right? So whoever you associate yourself with, that can be a representation on you. And do you really want to be represented by those people? No. So that's how boundaries come into place when you have scenarios like that. Last but not least, boundaries with family. So when I was, a, of course, a girl, again, a, a young girl, I had um, where I was actually confiding in one of my aunts, you know, because she was just asking me, asking me, how was everything going? You know, am I doing OK? You know, so she wanted me to open up and talk to her. So, of course, I felt like it was OK for me to unleash anything and everything that I felt, cry to her, tell her what was going on, everything, Man, I told my aunt everything. And next thing I know, my entire family, her girlfriends, everybody knows what's going on with me. Now, granted, I was an adult at this point and she told all my grown folks business, but she just told my stuff as a child. But do you know how upsetting that is as a child to have someone, an adult that you confided in, go back and tell everything that you told them in secret? It was the worst thing ever. From that point forth, you know, of course, because she is my aunt, she still is around. I make sure that I'm really cautious about what I say to her. 
I make sure that I've created that boundary of what information I want her to know. You know, I, I think about what I want to let her in about on my life. You know, I, I think about what I want to say to her. I think about what I tell her now because I see that I can't trust her with that information. So again, that's another great reason as to why you want to put boundaries in place because you don't want to be around somebody who's going to put your business all out on front street right right <laughs> so I mean be mindful for of that as well loves um I want to thank you all so much for listening in this evening and I mean I hope that I have truly helped you guys you know about creating boundaries and why it's so important these last three topics that I've done um you know the giving without expectations the forcing relationships the boundaries all three of those topics, they do tie, you know, together and they do go hand in hand. And I did these three topics, you know, back to back on purpose because it's about building. I want to get you guys on those building blocks. I want to make you guys, you know, aware of everything that you may be going through or what you did go through and how to repair those feelings or how to repair yourself from whatever's going on. Because remember, we're seven months into the year, right? You only have five months left. I want you to reflect. Think about how you guys have made it. Have any of these things that you that I've talked about, have they been stopping you and hindering you hindering you from what you need to do? If so, think about it, evaluate it, and keep it moving. Because you know what? It's going to be another year, five months. Are you ready? So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show for this evening, loves. But I do, of course, want to send a few reminders your way. If you guys would like to be a part of the No One Knows a Poet podcast series on the Naturalist Experience, make sure that you guys go to my Patreon account. That's going to be patreon.com forward slash Katie underscore Naturalista. Also, make sure you guys copy uh, purchase your copies of Real Love, Real Life and Lust Redeem, Love and Pain, Life Reclaim. They're both available on Amazon. Visit my website, naturalistapublishing.com to stay up to ev- to stay up to date with everything Katie Naturalista. And I hope you guys listen again Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Good night, loves, and Katie Naturalista out. Come here, sit your ass on